What's good, podcast populists, and welcome to the union station known as the Brain Trust Countdown, where three best friends count down their top picks on random first date icebreakers, and more importantly, document us arguing for public record. As always, I'm your man, Alan, and I'm with my two co-hosts. To my digital left, you have the myth known as AP. AP, say what's up to the people listening today. What's good, everybody? It's AP here, and I'm ready to joust. Joust. Okay. It's not American Gladiators, but fine. And then the guy to my digital right is the legend and a guy who once thought that Robbie Williams and Prince William were the same person. Say hi to the man named Anthony. Hello, governors. Okay. I was uh, under the impression they were. Uh, just taking the piss. <laughs> Oh my God. Got my oh. cuppa. I got my cuppa. Bro, we really, really wanted to avoid this, and you started off like Immediately. This, alienating <laughs> anybody. You, you know what? Just say your damn intro. <laughs> it's good to be here, everybody. Good to be here. And today, joining us for a very special episode, we have an even more special guest. We've got a true British import. He's an expert 3D modeler. He's a fashion renaissance man, an occasional freelance on-scene reporter for CNN, a true mandem from Croydon. Say hi to the walking epitome of drip. Say hi to Simon Blake. Hi guys, that that was that intro was crazy. There were so many references in there that you need to explain later on for people. Oh yes. Mandem oh, yes. from Croydon. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> what's up people what's up what's up what's up good to be here Sai, we are truly privileged to have you on the show today we That's know good. that you're going to be uh, an expert on the subject that we're talking about today but today we're going to be counting down our top three british exports Sai is going to help us count down from an expert background and tell us why our picks are stupid and constantly correct us on how we say aluminum and aubergine <laughs> we don't say aubergine Maybe that's what he's going to You guys should say aubergine because we know. But that exactly. Right. That's your first mistake. <laughs> it's an aubergine. It's not an eggplant. <laughs> All right, I'm with you. Join us after the break to hear more shenanigans. Well, I suppose we should begin. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Brain Trust Countdown. Three, two, one. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, for another crazy episode where undoubtedly we're going to rip each other and maybe become less friends by the end of it. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Right. We've been trying to end this friendship for fingers, two seasons. Fingers now. crossed. <laughs> I just joined and I'm already ready to leave. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and get this countdown started with the man AP. AP, hit us with your number three, sir. Perfect. So English exports. Do I know a lot about England? Not at all. So my picks are probably going to be terrible. Not really my fault, but you know, whatever. Uh, I got a lot of family that lives there. So maybe that'll get me some points. Probably not if they hear this episode. So nope. let's keep it from them. Uh, so my number three, though, can be summed up in one phrase. 21 seconds. T-t-t-t. My number three is garage music. That is my number three English export. Garage music was the way I knew England had music. Like, real talk, that wasn't just like the Beatles and things of that sort. Back in the day, when I was in high school, I didn't know what was what. I went to England to visit my cousins, and that's the first thing they dropped on my lap. They, yo, you hear this so solid. And I was like, I don't know what so solid is. I, I don't. So we watched the video. We watched a 21 seconds video. I was like, yo, what is this music? What are these fast breaks? And this, this bass? Like, what's going on? They're like, no, it's cool. You know, uh, and then I started getting into Dizzy Rascal and like, you know, Wiley and seeing who's so. Question. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, once like that love of garage just grew in me, and like, I'm a. 
I, I just love music. I always have headphones attached to my head all like 24 seven, regardless of what I'm doing. So when garage music hit these young ears, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. That's perfect. That's, That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I actually co-signed that one. I co-signed that one. That what? was a really good one. Yeah, I do. Rough to a good start. Rough to a good start. Why do you co-sign that one? Is garage music even because garage music relevant? You think, well, I tell you why. Because everyone knows 21 seconds. True. Everyone's heard of So Solid. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you think of music scene in the UK, like, that is one of the biggest exports. So that's, that's a, you're coming in strong, man. Yes. AP, I'm impressed. Wow. Take that already. I know nothing. I got you. But you know what? You know what? I think, you know what I think he did? He subverted our expectations because he started off saying this spiel about, oh, maybe you guys are not going to agree. And then that's he came with that fire. He, you that's did it, it deliberately. That's how I got every job I've ever you. had. Under promise, it works. It works. You are living proof that it works. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate. It. Do you gentlemen have anything to say about garage music? Because I'm sure you don't. Oh, what do I have to say about garage music? First of all, I thought it was garage. So <laughs> wow. that, that was embarrassing. Uh, it's not. Yeah, I knew this line was coming. I knew at one Listen. point it was going to come. You are you and maybe like one other person are the only people that I know that are actually from like like England. The other person that's in our circle of friends just pre- likes to pretend that he's from England. <laughs> he's not from England. The first thing <laughs> from it, he's from Brampton. That's not England. <laughs> It's not um, even close. <laughs> no, it's it's really, really not. But uh, garage music, I, I co-sign for sure. I I would never listen yeah. to a station fully, mm-hmm. nor do I like you know, like do I seek it out on Spotify or Apple Music? No. We got but, some it, stuff. Oh, listen, okay. Like I, I'm just getting on the Pink Sweats band right now. Okay. I, I'm just <laughs> discovering Pink Sweats. Okay. I, you okay, know? so we'll get we'll give you a couple of years and you'll be uh, acquainted. Exactly. Be <laughs> I uh, am a fan. Uh, I remember I had my, as I like to mention often on this show, I had my 2009 electro phase. There it is. And and slowly, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to to properly pay homage to that phase if I couldn't shout out Dizzy Rascal's "Dance with Me" and Calvin Harris's contributions to that track and mm-hmm. how that track dominated my iPod classic or whatever it was at the time uh so yeah i give it i give it its dues and if i understand correctly garage was a, a direct predecessor to to gr- um to grime right like it's it's they basically have like a relationship now where you know not that anyone that was successful making that music just naturally blend into it but it, it kind of prepared the ears for what was to come and what is super popular now which prepared the ears I like prepared that. the ears which is uh yeah 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 ear prep sure um <laughs> <laughs> Which I am a fan of, so so cool. I'll, I'll co-sign. So, do you guys like Grime as well? Uh, I yeah, love, love Grime. Yeah, I love Grime. I haven't heard as much as I feel like I should have. That being said, in the past couple of years, I've listened to probably no music because we've been, I don't know, locked down. So you know, but I will get on it. I want, I want some more. I want some new beats for the ears. You know, yeah. beats for the Grime. Is Grime the one that married Elon Musk, or is that somebody totally? <laughs> Okay, so Sai, let's go to you for your. That was pretty good. <laughs> I think you're thinking of R.L. Stein. Oh <laughs> no! He's... Oh my god! I can't. Don't encourage him, guys. Like, <laughs> Robin, you have to square. I feel like Bruce Lynch. 
on like Hollywood <laughs> Square. Like, he's talking shit. He's just like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like that guy right now. What's happening? That's exactly him. Spot on. Spot on. Um, yeah, what so do you got, Ty? What's, what's your number three? Oh, my number three? Yeah, what do you got? I have to have food in my, one of my choices, right? And one of my... Uh, and I think you guys are not going to know about this. No, Maybe you will. If you if you follow me on social media, you may have seen me complain about this a bunch of times. But my number three would probably be mince pies. Mince pies. I've never had a mince pie. I actually have not. Before but I know it's a before big I, thing. Before I give you the, the the rundown, do you guys know what I mean when I say mince pies? It's like a like a like a beef pie, like a savory pie. Got anyone else? Yeah, that's that's what that's I that's a, what I that's thought. Exactly no, what I thought it was no, is it not that? No. What's a mince pie then? My frustration. <laughs> <laughs> so a mince pie, it's kind of confusing to be fair, because a mince pie is a pie and it's filled with like currants, um, cut up apples, and loads of like oh. sweet fruit that's like coated in like it's like it's warmed up in sugar. Okay. It's so good. You usually have it around Christmas time. Mm, so okay. if you just Google like what a mince pie is around Christmas time in the UK, at Christmas time you usually have that. It's like a baked good, and it's so good. Like that kind of sounds amazing. Canada, it frustrated me because around Christmas time, like you know, when you have this thing is when you're growing up as a child and you're used to having it every Christmas, and then you move to another country and that thing is just no longer there. Like my whole Christmas revolves around eating mince pies. So I decided one year that I was just going to bake it for myself, and I did. And Oh. It was it was okay. Not my best work, if I'm being completely honest. It was not my best work, yeah. If I'm honest, it was not my best work. But it served a purpose at the time. But that's one of the things that I would think I would say. Like I need to see more of that around it's the rest fine. of the world. Like there are different places you can right. kind of get it in Canada here and there, yeah. but like it's such a chore to get it, man. It's such a chore. So well, you need to my, bring that in. I was going to say, you don't. Is there no spot in Canada that you can like go to for a consistently well made? What, you know what's what's fun? You actually have the uh, you have the minced meat. It's called minced meat. Sure. The uh, actual ingredient is called minced meat, and you have that. You can get it at No Frills. You can get it at Loblaws. But they're basically saying to you, make it your damn self. It's like we're not going to make it for you. Just make it yourself. Here's the ingredients. Now go away. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's why I decided to make it myself. But every year there is a person, I think there's like a, a few people who like uh, maybe British experts who bake and then like sell it. But, you know, the prices they sell it for is just ridiculous. And, well, yeah, it's because yeah, you can't I'm get also, it here. because they supply and demand. Exactly, exactly. they sweat. know, they know, yeah. <laughs> but I'm too cheap for that. So I just like, I just make it myself for, <laughs> you know. Well, as you, as you were talking about it, I was actually looking it up just to see what it looks like. And these look amazing. They're, they seem to be smaller pies. Like they're not like huge. They're not huge, yeah. But they they look great. And then I'll you have just one dust of them with sugar. Oh, do you know what, guys? I'm I'm gonna make you guys some. That's what I'm what gonna do. This Christmas, <laughs> this Christmas. I'm not gonna say I promise, but I'm gonna say I will attempt. <laughs> My intention is to make you guys some for Christmas. Yeah, I want people to experience what I'm, it's like. A, it's like you're eating Christmas, basically. That's what it is. I like if you want to eat Christmas. You have a mince pie. There you go. Oof, that sounds incredible. So that's my number three. Yeah. Wow. So I uh, yeah. I really don't want to um uh, like slap your gesture in the face. So I feel really bad about what I'm about to say. <laughs> but as you were as you were describing, You've already done it. You've already I, done I also it. looked them up, uh, and it looks like something I would not enjoy. 
So I don't know if it's the spices and the fruit and the little pie. It doesn't seem like anything that's up my alley. Now, granted, this was all before you said you were going to give me one for Christmas. So I do feel awful. You know what? But every Christmas also has a Grinch. So I guess we found who it is this year, you know, already. Also, like to, to qualify his feelings, let's go over what he actually does eat. Um, so he doesn't like eggs. He doesn't eat cheese, which we we've learned from the last episode that we had. Mm-hmm. We also have he, he he drinks soylent, which I'm pretty sure isn't legally food, but he drinks a ton of it. Like that that's, that core that's battle went super well for the good people of soylent. I'll have you know. And then we, the rest it's a legal gray off. area. Okay. <laughs> So don't you worry. Uh, if he if he is not if he looks at something and says, you know what, I probably won't like that. You're on the yeah, way. Also, yeah. your mom really... says rap is good, like a like a like a particular <laughs> thing of rap. She's like, oh, that's good. You're like, oh, okay, then that must be crap. That's but if she's like, man. what is this insanity? You're like, oh, okay, well, that's a his, his refusal holds no weight right now. Yeah, so there's little value to apply. You know what? Because it's coming from you. Simon Blake, I will try it. I will try it, and no, I will. No, no, I've revoked. No, 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 no. I've revoked. Yeah, the offer, the offer has been revoked. No, 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 no. Been revoked. I'm sorry. I'm only giving it to people who I know would appreciate the taste of Christmas. Blessing, bro. I'm with it. There you go. The taste of Christmas. I love that. I'm bug. Right. Um, Someone can a lump of coal. It's, uh, it sounds like it's my turn. Yes. Um, and so my number three. Um, was a tough one as well because I was trying to narrow down, you know, something that I like ingested. I wanted it to be something that gave me like it was British maybe in, in in its nature, but I wanted it to. I wanted you know something that applied to deliciousness. That's such and a weird way to frame to describe it. it. I, uh, I, think, yeah. I think it's fine. No, all right, whatever. Anyway, so oh I had a couple. God. I had a couple options that I was kind of teasing in my head. I thought you know Rabina might make the list. I thought. Uh, Wine gums might make the list. Um, <laughs> chewy, chewy wine gums. Percy pigs. Um, listen, my, wow. my, my, yeah, tell me about it. I know, I know what I'm my talking about. was shortlisted for me, actually. So you're, it you're, almost you're, made you're, the cut. See, see. Yeah. Um, but I think I landed uh, for my number three. I'm going to go with Strongbow. Um, and so hmm. Strongbow is one of the first alcoholic beverages that I consumed when I was, uh, you know, a young adult, fresh on the scene, hanging out at Jack Astor's. And <laughs> as I was experimenting, I was like, hey, you know, I want something sweet. I want something tasty. And I, I wouldn't rate, rate Strongbow as like my favorite cider nowadays, but it was my gateway cider. And it really, uh, it really helped prepare me for the future of, of cider love that I, that I have now. So I'm going to give it to Strongbow. Um, I realize that it's, it's not a great pick, which is why it's in my number three. But you can't argue with the fact that it's been consistent for, for years. Strong consistent way. in the set, sense that it's like always been around. That's right. Yeah. That's what consistent means. <laughs> Ever I mean, present yeah. would have been a, would have been as, uh, <laughs> as, as, as I mean, bare knuckle fighting has also been around, <laughs> but it's not necessarily a good thing. Bare knuckle fighting is also very consistent. That's true. Yes. <laughs> it's very, very consistent. Look, I don't, I don't have a problem with Strongbow. Other than the fact that I don't drink it, like I used to, same thing mm. when I was young and Jack Astros, I was like, oh well, like beer bothers my tummy because you know yeah. we're young and like we can't, we can't <laughs> drink anything, like our bodies just reject it. So that's what I went to first. But when my palate was refined, mm. I realized that uh, Strongbow ain't it, Chief. There's a lot of um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of ciders out there that heavily outrank 
a strong bow. Yeah, it's a good gateway cider, right? I, that's such a weird phrase, but no, I'll give not. it to you. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know what it is with you today, but every word that's coming out of your mouth is more awkward than the last thing you said. My craw is what he's trying to make. Fit, he's trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those, happen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I don't know if I'll co-sign the Strongbow one, but I will say I do understand. Yes, I do understand. <laughs> but also, I'm just not. I'm not a cider drinker like that. Do you know what I mean? Like cider is very like. It's a summer. It's a summer drink that you probably just drink when you're walking down the street because you you don't want to have like a whole beer in your hand or whatever. You just have a little, a little cider in, you know, in yeah. your hand. And that, yeah, but I wouldn't really say that's a. Yeah, I wouldn't co-sign that so so much now. I'm with that. Well, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was okay. It was alright. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, a, like an album that's a five. What do you got, Alan? <laughs> um, <laughs> my thoughts are that I will unfortunately have to co-sign it. Nice. Oh. Mostly because, as the person that sat across the table from you on more than one occasion <laughs> while you enjoyed said Strongbow, it also was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll try some of the Strongbow when I yanked the glass and I took a swig. And I was like, ah, you know what? It's not bad. Tasty. Yeah. yeah and then I really, yeah. yeah. I will say, though, that my favorite British drink is actually Pim's. And mm. when I was in, uh, Pim's, in Pim's, is fire. That's a cider as well, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. Is yeah, you can, wait. Hold on. No, Pim's is like it's like a mishmash. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pim's is like a liqueur. It's yeah. Like, Here, keep keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I know exactly what this is. Oh, so I don't yeah. embarrass myself on it. P I M M S. Yeah, gotcha. I remember the commercial. It's gin. It's a gin. They were really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a gin based fruit cup. Yeah, whatever it is, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. I had my first Pims like a couple of years ago when I was in London, where I was enjoying the scenes, taking in the culture, enjoying the people. And then I had Pims, and it was like this is everything that uh, that like people talk about when they think about Britain and when they think about like you know drinking in pubs, like the idea of having a pint in like a big heavy glass. Mm-hmm. It's it's wonderful. It's so great. Everyone here tried Pims apart from me. What? You no, haven't tried I've never had it. I've no. never had it. Oh, okay. You've never had it. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think, but Anthony doesn't like anything that's like that's mixed up. Apparently, incorrect. Like... I was I was actually about to pitch to Sai a snake bite, um, which is oh, okay. like a, one of the names you can use for a cider with a Guinness poured over it, um, and so you get like the lighter cider at the bottom, and then you get the, the the stout at the top, and it's really good. So if you're not a big cider guy, maybe that's a good way to, to... yeah compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That. That's fair. I, I've had a snake bite. It's actually pretty good. The first time it was a, I think it was a waitress that walked by like I was in a pool hall or something. And I had <laughs> like, I had my, my cider and, and she was just like, oh, I got something that'll make it better. And she was like, wow, I dropped it in. I was like, I'm, okay. That sounded like a pickup line. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, it was delicious. It wasn't, you would think it was a pickup line. The difference is that it cost me six extra dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much more waiters. expensive than either drink. It was a different one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just tried to upsell you. That's what it was. Yeah. And she yeah. just tried to upsell. It did. It, it was delicious. <laughs> Incredible. All right, Alan. So my number three favorite British export of all time isn't really something that you can ingest, as Anthony would say. It's mm-hmm. not a genre of music that AP would say. Uh, my top three British export is more of a lifestyle. It's sarcasm. Ah, <laughs> yes. The world of England and Britain is known for their dry British humor. And the fact that they've somehow managed to bring that humor to the other corners of the world, chef's kiss. 
Mm-hmm. Allen already wins, man. Yeah, it's that drive. <laughs> already wins. Boo. I have I have Honestly. nothing bad to say about it. It's yeah, yeah. Second land was great. It's incredible. Coastline times two, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Without uh, without Ricky Gervais and John Oliver and even people more accessible like Trevor Noah in, in nowadays and James Corden, like these people have brought their level of comedy to mainstream and yeah. really uh, like you know highlighted the 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 innate comedic value of British culture. So. I, I, how could you even come up with an argument? Anthony, I'm looking at you. You don't have anything bad to say about that. I don't. I don't, unfortunately, because as I'm like sort of um, doing a quick scan over here of like all the British humor that's been put out into the world and, and trying to find problems with it, I can't. But I will say I'm not like, I'm not big on the UK office versus the American office. I, everybody kind of kind of suggests that you've got to be really into yeah. the sarcasm and that type of humor to appreciate the UK version. When I put the two side by side and I watch, you know, a sample of episodes from both, I give it to the American version. So this type of humor is for me, but there are cases where, you know, someone's done it better after the fact. Thankful yeah. for Ricky Gervais, but yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so census then. Are we choosing... The UK office or the American office? What's the uh, what's the feeling here? American. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have not seen enough of the UK office to actually make that call. And I and I I will reserve my judgment until I watch more than two episodes because I don't think that's fair to the UK office. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. What about I like the? I'm, go ahead. I'm actually gonna go with the American office. Same. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just more enjoyable. It's a great show, yeah, really so is. like I, I don't yeah. want to just like call it out without knowing. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, but apparently, but apparently, if you're into like that, you're into the UK office. I mean, you're into the IT crowd and shows like that, which I actually oh, haven't yeah. seen. I love the IT crowd. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is it the IT crowd or is it the it crowd? No. Well, it's, well, they're, they're I IT think people. I think it's I think it's both. I think it's meant to be a play <laughs> on. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, they I are see. so like anti-it that you like it's meant to be a, a bit of a joke right okay okay in, okay. in itself yeah. there's sarcasm in the title exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was to, I was about to say that yeah it's clever. layered no that's fair too and, and i mean even if you go back and you look at some of kind of like the older series um the sarcasm and the dry was there too you look at like faulty towers and you look at oh, like yeah. black adder and like things yeah. of that sort where it's just like when you watch them you're just like that's they all their the language is sarcasm are we talking, are, we talking are you being served this. That was my jam back then. <laughs> people, people like Monty Python, Mr. Mm. Bean. Oh, like these, are, these are like pillars of comedy that exist nowadays, yeah, all because yeah. of British like cinema and British theater. It's incredible. Monty Python's Life of Brian is probably still one of my favorite comedic like mm. movies. Like it's it's just I love it, man. This dry humor. It's just hilarious. And what they're poking fun at as well is real tongue-in-cheek. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus. You're talking about my Jesus, like. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for your support, oh, yeah. Anthony. Thank you for not trying to poke a hole in my defense. Yeah, can't do it. I saw the wheels turning as you were speaking. He was trying to poke a hole somewhere. Like, yeah, he's like, I saw. On. On. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I guess we can. Yeah, jump to my number two. Um, I went with something that you can ingest as well. And I actually had a hard time like picking between two, so I chose both. Uh, I like snacks, and I like British snacks. Well, mm. snacks that came from England. So my number two is a split between a lion bar and between between that and Walker's Crisps. And the reason why <laughs> I choose those two is, first, I love Wonder Bars. 
And then I had a lion bar. And I was like, this is like a better <laughs> wonder bar. Yeah. So I'm in. And then Walker's Chris, because one of you ever had a chip that was like Thanksgiving themed? Like one when, when of you had a chip that was like, like breakfast themed? Like it's ridiculous the flavors that they have. So, yeah, and it's yeah, a pain yeah. in the ass to get it here. You kind of you kind of have to search around to find them. Sometimes you even have to order them in. But when I get them, you better believe I am munching on some Walker's crisps. I so know that's my duel number two. You know a place? Okay, so you gotta you gotta you gotta let me know. Let, let me know offline. Shoot me a message. Let me know where I go yeah, to get those. Yeah, I know a place. Explain to me what Walker's crisps are because I have so, no idea. Okay, so crisps is what we call chips here. That part I know. Thank you. Um, Walker's is an English company, right? That creates these these crisps, and the reason I like them, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, is because of the flavors. They're just ridiculous flavors. Random here, like while I, I can pull up a list, and there's like um, there's like I think it's like a bacon and egg one. There's one that's like Thanksgiving turkey. It's it's just it's phenomenal. Let me see what I can get here. Give me two seconds. And so think think about think about Lay's. Okay. It's, it's big, I think Lay's is the Canadian <laughs> version of Walkers. I think same it's the same brand. company, right? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, same brand. And um, but the thing is, like, so I've had the Lay's cheese and onion, and then I've had the Walkers cheese and onion, and nothing compares to the Walkers cheese and onion. And so I found a store which is close to me in Ronsey, and I go there and I get a bag of six, and it costs me like I think it's <laughs> ten bucks. So it's a little bit expensive, yeah, but I'm you know, I grab that. I grab that because it's just like it's just amazing and my friend was like but it's the same as Lay's and I was like do not it's not and you slap them with a bag of walkers it's not the same I would never slap him with a bag of walkers that's a waste yeah well you waste chips you want to slap but check out some of these flavors you got of course you got the cheese and onion you got smoky bacon you've got prawn cocktail yeah you also got marmite right and you got beef and onion yep and the, the see, I could never say word word what was it? Worcestershire? Worcestershire? Worcestershire sauce? Worcester sauce? Worcester sauce. <laughs> we got that too. When when is Lay's the and understand if it's the same company that makes them, the only reason that they don't make them for us is because they don't think our palates can handle it. They yeah, don't think that fine. we can go that crazy, <laughs> you know, with our crisps. I'm telling them right now we can. Yeah, so no, it is you know what I think because because Canadians are so very like they just chill, quite simple. Mm-hmm. They don't want a lot of fuss. You don't want a lot of fuss in your food, right? The <laughs> idea, the concept of putting a Thanksgiving meal into a chip might be too much for some people to handle. They yeah. may not be able to wrap their heads around that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, let's just leave it as simple and let's not get too crazy. Whereas British people, you know, we like opulence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like that. to be a bit extra sometimes. So yeah, we're going to go crazy with the uh, with the chips. Yeah. Cool. yeah I don't hate just- it. I don't hate it, and I do want to try some. Mm. So I'm on the I'm on the hunt now for Walker's crisps. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have an episode where we just eat all the food we talk about here. So no worries. (sighs) I I feel like I feel like your your gateway for that should be cheese and onion. Just start off with cheese and onion. Okay. I think that should be your gateway, and then from there branch out. Okay, I'm into it. And then on that note, what do you got for your number two, Sai? What you got for us? So my number two. So this was a, uh, it was going to be another food one at first, mm-hmm. but then I thought, no, you know what, let's go for a, a show. And I went for something quite recent. So a lot of people may, may be familiar with this one. Um, 
I like sci-fi. I like dystopian futures. Does anyone does anyone know what I'm gonna say? Yes, because it's my number two as well. Yeah. Black Mirror. I couldn't I couldn't make this list without putting Black Mirror in. Like I thoroughly enjoyed that show. And I would recommend it to anybody I spoke to. I'd be like, look, have you seen the show? It's so good. And there's a way that I think British storytelling is done that's very different from anywhere else, right? It's it's not, it's very subtle. It's not about the bells and whistles and the CGI and block. It's really, really focused on the story and the people. And I really love the way that they did that in Black Mirror. I thought it was so, so good. And everything, to me, everything in that show is 100% possible. Like, yep. there was nothing that was too far-fetched yep. or like too out of this one. And that's what I liked about it, you know? There were no flying saucers and blah, blah. It was just very simple, like, could it happen? It probably could. And that's what I really liked about it. So that's, yeah, that's going to be my number two. Sigh, sigh, sigh. I'm kind of, I'm kind of mad that my number two matches. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> you know, whatever. I knew. The taste vacuum. If I, <laughs> if I could match something on my list with a real life UK expert, I knew I did this exercise properly. Black Mirror, to, to size credit, is essentially where we are right now, 20 years from now. So it's it's like 20 years down the line, everything that happened on the show is 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 capable or is possible, excuse me. Um I'm I'm such a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of the UK seasons before it became kind of like an American import and they added, you know, the newer stories with Bryce Dallas Howard yeah. and everything that happened season three afterwards. Those are fine, but season one and two, fantastic. Entire history of you is game-changing television so for good. me. I, it may be one of the best things I've ever watched. And um, the one with the, the, I can't remember the name of the episode, but it introduced us to Daniel Kaluuya, which uh, which was another sort of play on American Idol and and everything that, you know, yeah. the, the the culture of the celebrity brings us. It was just, uh, mwah, chef's kiss. I, I so couldn't good. I couldn't think of, uh, of a better pick than, than Black Mirror. I'm so glad you said that. Wow, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have any, any anything negative to say about Black Mirror. I've I maybe got eight nine episodes in, and then it just like fell to the wayside. Not from like not want of watching. I just didn't have the time. But just as you said, everything that's there is entirely possible. And I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't like the stories weren't to build to a big climax. It was always the underlying theme of like for the main character, yeah. what does this situation mean for the character? And that's always mm. like the underlying tone. It was always a story. So. A plus, A plus choice, I would say. There was, I, I had, a, I had a curveball for that one as well. So mine, it was between, it was that for sure. But then there was another show that I kind of recommend on the back of that, right, the side of, and it was a show called Utopia. Okay. And it's very yeah. kind of, it's like a longer running version of Black Mirror. It's like a dystopian future again. Um, really, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, and I think that got cancelled for some strange reason. So I got to a yeah. point where I was just like, where the rest of the episodes? I didn't continue, but it's very niche. So, hmm. but yeah, that would be my, that would be my honor, honorable mention. Honorable mention would be that one. What uh, do you think, I guess, Alan? Yes. Okay. So, I'm going to talk about my feelings towards Black Mirror and my uh, my, my stance on it is very AP esque. I'm going to call it my AP approach or my app approach, if you will. <laughs> okay. Don't don't use me. <laughs> Every single time that someone recommended to me watch Black Mirror, I wanted to watch it less. 
everyone's like, oh my God, did you see that episode of Black Mirror? Did you catch that new episode? The new season dropped soon. This Choose Your Own yeah. Adventure episode came out. I couldn't care less. So have I seen an episode of Black Mirror? Maybe two. Do I want to watch <laughs> any more of it? No, I don't. I just don't. I don't know why. I'm breaking my heart, man. He's trying to be cool. That's what it is. You're trying too hard to be cool. Just enjoy the art we all, we all like. <laughs> is no, there remember, something remember, go ahead Saif, sorry do you remember when you were younger and um, people would be like oh what's the longest word you know and I think at the time it was anti-disestablishmentarianism <laughs> people who just go against the status quo that is Alan right now like he knows it's a good show he knows it's a good choice but he just wants to go against the grain just because it's but true right do you have it's a true. problem with like compelling, immersive television and story writing? What, like, what is your what is your issue with that? He it's, has a problem with the truth. That's what it is. <laughs> You're not ready, man. Just let me live in my bubble, Sai. My God, just let me live in my bubble. Well, if you're going to live in your bubble, what do you got for your number two? Hopefully it's something that we will enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> now that you guys have come off this incredible cloud high of the thing or the beauty and the art that is Black Mirror, I'm going to take you back down to earth. I'm going to take you to a place that actually just warms you from the inside. My number two British import of all time, or my favorite British import of all time, is sausage rolls. I just love a good sausage roll. <laughs> they're 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 flaky, yeah. they're savory, they're mm -hmm. buttery, yeah. they're the the perfect breakfast snack on the go. Especially when they're warm. Okay, so I have a question for you, Sai, because you've obviously had a bunch of a few sausage rolls in your time. Nah, sausage rolls. Do you put ketchup on them? I do not. So, okay, okay. okay. Right so I I have I have a thing I have a thing right. I would, whenever I make a meal for somebody, whenever I make anything and this person slathers it with condiments, I find it personally offensive as if you're saying <laughs> that what I did wasn't good enough and it needs extra. You know what I mean? Like if I give someone food and they take a bunch of salt and start throwing it on there, what you're saying to me is that I didn't make it salty enough. And I I just, I'm just not a condiment person in general. Do you know what I understood, mean? Understood, understood. Ketchup goes well with anything, but typically I wouldn't throw ketchup onto a sausage roll, no. Um, as somebody who loves salt as a condiment, <laughs> like to the point that my doctors politely and then not so politely asked me to stop eating it. Um, I hope you don't take offense to that because I'm the type of person that will do that before I've even tasted wow. the dish. Like wow. before, That's like, so stupid. Before a spoonful has arrived, I, would, I no, can I, eyeball I wouldn't it. take offense. I would just politely ask you to leave and excuse yeah. yourself. <laughs> I think it's less offensive if you do it before you taste it, though. Like, if you do it first, they're just like, oh, okay, this guy's just an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Have you yeah. taste it and then, then I know you like, have a problem. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the before salting is like, okay, this guy just doesn't understand how food works. Like, that's, <laughs> that's fine. But it's true. This, this brings up, like, a quick point I always make about just food in general. So I look at a place like Jollibee's that everybody's, like, losing their mind over. People who've had it back home, they're like, yo, Jollibee's is a shit. And I got it once, and I was just, I was underwhelmed. And people mm -hmm. were like, no, no. The only way, way it's good, you got to make sure that you put, like, the sauce on and all the kind of stuff. I'm like, if I need to put the sauce on the chicken to make the chicken good, then the yeah. chicken's not good. Yeah, and it's not yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what are you doing? Anyway, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a collaboration. That's what I'm saying. It should be able, like it's cool if something else enhances it, but it needs to stand alone and be I good. It's on. 
Go to Church's Chicken, everybody out there. If you haven't yet, <laughs> if you want good chicken, go to Church's Chicken. That's been recommended a bunch of times. Yeah. Right? Wait, Alan, returning to your point, I do love a good sausage roll. I think it's a fantastic appetizer. Um, were you asking because you do this, the, the ketchup dip or what's the story there? All I know is that ketchup on a sausage roll is a very contentious point mm, like okay. in, the, in the world of, uh, of, of sausage rolls. Sausage roll. <laughs> yeah, <of sausage> <laughs> That's very sausage expansive roll. sausage roll universe. Yeah. yeah. So, so I've seen people, I've seen people like literally like, like look around, see if anybody's watching and then snatch, <laughs> uh, like I, 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 I catch up. Yeah, and just like like put it on behind their back. Yeah, at the at the I family mean, gathering, I, I, that's the key move. You put the ketchup in your pocket, like you squeeze it out in your pocket. And then you, dynamite. you dip them. I also I also can't help but notice that Alan still hasn't answered the question whether he put ketchup on his sausage roll. Because this is I've, gonna be a make or break response. I've had them both ways. I've had uh-huh. it on its own and with ketchup. I prefer it on its own. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's, we're still good. I, I, I don't yeah, like yeah. well, I find the ketchup is sometimes too sweet and yeah. it just overpowers everything and you it? lose that savoriness of the sausage yeah. roll. Yeah. 100%. So see? see? We got well we'll ask Matt the next time he's around. He'll probably have like a whole spiel for us about like how we're just eating sausage rolls wrong. I know Sally were here, but the last setup with Matt, all he did was talk to us about how we didn't know how to eat. And I thought I knew how to eat, but it turns out I didn't know shit. <laughs> It was enlightening. It was, it was a great episode. Truly enlightening. That's great. If, if, if anyone's going to tell you that you're eating incorrectly, it's going to be a British person for sure. <laughs> True say. Well, okay. Well, I mean, so we don't take up too much time. I'm going to get on to my number one. And I mean, I, I, I don't know if I was allowed to do this, but I chose a person for my yeah, number for sure. one English export. And um, we might all know him as a transporter. But you all know as Jason Statham. He is my number one English. He is my favorite action star right now. He can do action. His sarcasm's great. He always got his muscles going. So you're like, okay, I believe this guy can do what he's doing. He is a fantastic, fantastic presence. If you didn't see Hobbs and Shaw and you like stupid fun, you're doing yourself a disservice. Deckard Shaw. Let's go. Let's go. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one a lot. He's my dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something mm-hmm. that might be a little crazy. That's all right. right. But Statham to me is a Nicolas Cage in terms of <laughs> he's. Listen, hear me up. Hear me up. Hear me up. Huh. He just pumps out movies like I don't think he says no to True. a movie. Like Nicolas Cage doesn't say no to a movie. Right, no, be it good, be it bad, be it in between, in, indifferent. He doesn't say no to a movie. And Jason, because I've seen him in some really bad ones. Do you know what I mean? But I'm just like, because you're Jason Statham, it's fine. Do you yeah, know and, I, mean? and I'm going to watch him, it. Him and Nicolas Cage to me, I like because I love them both, like for the, right. the bad movies and the good movies. So to me, they're both like in alignment, not in terms of acting skill or like what they do, but just like they just pump movies out and they're in everything. 
Fair. That's that's my just. Do we agree with how do we that was going to be? That, crazy is, that. that is almost exactly <laughs> the point I was going to make. I was scanning through through uh, Jason Statham's uh, Statham's oh, um, filmography, and I was like, yikes! So many of these movies. He did Snatch, but he also did Crank. So it's like yeah. how, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is he good or does he suck? I don't know. He did Hobbs and Shaw, but he also did Meg. Yeah, you know? Meg. Yes. <laughs> what a piece of garbage. Meg I, I, was, I, I wow. do like now that I look at the characters he's played, because like even the movies, just looking at the it's like these were terrible. But I do think his Lee Christmas in the Expendables was pretty good. I, I think I, that kind of warmed me up for, for him then getting cast in. Should I watch the Expendables? I've never I really watched think it. you I, should. I think you should. I oh, think Alan you should. doesn't think I should. Actually, okay, hold on. Actually, actually, actually I think you should have at the time. Uh, I don't know that it holds up so well now. Okay. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Like you're gonna, with all the stuff that's out now, in between then and now, you're going to be like, what is this pilot? Do you know what I mean? So maybe you've missed, maybe you've missed the boat. Maybe Damn. just let it go. Just Damn. leave it. Be, be mean, like Alan. Don't watch Black Mirror. Don't watch the. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're dying to see Jet Li back on screen, you need to watch. I kind of am. After the one, I was itching. Uh, yeah. After the one, after <laughs> and what, what was it? Ballistic X versus seven. Seven. I was like, yo, what else did we do? <laughs> Sweet. All right. Cool. Well, thank a, you. Thank you for co-signing me. Yeah. What do you got? So, what's your number one, my friend? There is no argument other than what I'm about to pose for this one. This one is 100% guaranteed to land. I am so confident in my number one choice. It's a group of five women. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Scary. We've got Uh Posh. I'm with you so far. (laughs) You've got Baby. Who else? We got sporty. <laughs> and we got ginger. And I want you guys to tell me who am I speaking about? Spice girls. Spice girls. Oh, take that. Nothing. Oh. Yeah. oh it wasn't take that. Nothing bigger came out of the UK for me than the Spice Girls. Like they were huge. Mm-hmm. And that is my number one choice. And I'm so proud Flawless of that choice. Flawless I'm pick. so proud of it. You said it and like, say you'll be there, immediately started playing in my head. Right. Like, like, like clockwork. Stop. Everyone For me, it At least one, at least one Spice Girl song you can hum along to. You know the yeah. names, you know the outfits. Like, iconic, right. man. Iconic. I don't know Spice any Girls. other group that so perfectly created like a niche and a buzz about themselves Mm -hmm. and and each of them individually people knew them and like it hasn't been done since and it wasn't done before before yeah all right that's a phenomenon they were a phenomenon man yeah like you had groups that came close and like tried to do a little thing there was like um uh and vogue and there was um uh, what was it um all saints yeah, it was a bunch. Did you guys listen to All Saints? Yeah, there was All Saints. Yeah. They had Black Shores and like they had a few. They had a few bop up, a few bops. And then there was another group with um, Cheryl. It was three, three women. S Club Seven. Oh, gonna no. <laughs> get out! Stop. Get Is out. it not S Club Seven? Is it Bradley? <laughs> Bradley. You <laughs> said Bradley. get out. <laughs> he just told you to leave a digital. No, but 
Right? Yeah, but they know there were definitely there were definitely a bunch of them that uh, that came close. But um, Spice Girls were they literally held the mantle for that man, and they still hold the mantle to this day. Yeah, absolutely. You you're, you will yeah. get zero argument from me. I saw Spice World in theaters, and I'm not ashamed to say. Ooh, that. I had the VHS. Yeah, I'm not ashamed. Ooh, right? Had that. Had that. See? True. Um, to become one might have been one of the best slow dance jams of whatever grade <laughs> I was in that time. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Too leave, leave room for Jesus. Leave room for Jesus. <laughs> Leave room for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a song that they would play at the dance and teach. Be like, oh yeah, like we know Spice Girls are fine, and they would hear it and they'd be like, what do we do? Nope. Because <laughs> we, we can't just I'm stop gonna... the song and kids are already dancing. What do we do? UK girl groups. <laughs> I actually want to remember who the others. Who the other... It was yeah. So yeah, we had all Saints. Um, oh, Sugar Babes as well. Oh, Sugar. Okay, I knew Sugar Babes. I didn't know any of them. Allowed. That's who I was thinking of. Wow. Okay, oh, real real quick question. Which Spice Girl did you identify with the most? Like, identify as far as, like, when I saw, I was like, scary. Scary? <laughs> Posh. Posh. Ooh, scary for sure. I, like, I really liked Scary, but, like, Posh. I was just like... I understand her. She doesn't even <laughs> want to be here. I love yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> she just wants to wear nice clothes. And I was like, I want to wear nice clothes. Can she actually sing? Do, do people actually know for sure? She can. Victoria she, had, could sing? she had a scene in Spice World where she sang by herself very briefly. Ooh. And I remember being like, oh, she's got a nice voice. Okay, cool. I get why <laughs> she's in the group. <laughs> The way you said that with your chest, like she can, it was so certain. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to do anything about her. You know, <laughs> you know like when a kid gets mad over nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna say she could hold a note and she could maybe hum a tune, but I wouldn't say she could sing. She was okay. there, like I think every everyone in the group kind of knew their role and had their place. There, he was there as like she was an integral part of the group. Like there wouldn't have been Spice Girls about Posh, but she was not. The singer, definitely Mel B and Mel C, yeah. especially Mel C. Actually, you're right. Well, it's true. I guess I yeah. guess sometimes it, it falls on the producer. In my and like this will be a super unpopular opinion, but like in my estimation, that's what Rihanna does. That's what Cassie did. Like wow. they're not vocal people. They're not. They're not. It's the Damn. production. Damn, it's the so production. I got that crazy eye. They can hold notes. I love them and I love what they put out, but they're not like they can't go on runs. Like they just, you know what. Just, just I'll listen take off to my stand album. hat for a second. Listen to and, some albums, yeah. like because I trust me, I love them. Yeah. But listen to some albums, you'd be like, cool. Like there's, they have a range and they stay there because they know, right? You can't, you know, you throw out to like a Beyonce or a Mariah and they're going nuts. Like I could hit every note that there ever was. Yeah. So and what you know, we're like, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sick. I mean, yeah, so I agree. I mean, unfortunately, Anthony now has to go, and then <laughs> Alan has to go. But I don't. I think you know, the we best shut it down. Over. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's true. Yeah, I didn't realize we were breaking out Spice Girls. Um, wrap this up, so so I'm done. I'm actually surprised that that was none of your number one choice. I'm actually disappointed. <laughs> that's, why I went, that's why I went first. That's why I went first. <laughs> I'm fine with disappointing you. Um, so my number one um, is, I, I, I would like to think you also, no one here is going to really be able to object to this pick because similar to AP's pick, it is an actor. Uh, unlike AP's pick, it's a good actor. And- <laughs> Ooh, fire. 
He is world renowned. <laughs> that was fighting words. He is <laughs> nice. He is world renowned. He has uh, quite a few films under his belt. You might recognize him from Transformers: The Last Night. Right. You might oh, recognize him from Red Dragon. Um, okay. You um, might recognize him from Silence of the Lambs or Hannibal. Or most recently, you might recognize him as the park director of Delos Destinations, uh, Dr. Robert Ford. I am, of course, speaking of Sir, unlike Jason, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. He is a treasure. He the fact that he's also called Anthony, I'm sure, has no bearing on your choice. I know, couldn't, right? couldn't tell you how that factors in, sir. I, 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 <laughs> couldn't, couldn't weigh in on that one way or the other. Um, I, go ahead and tell me he's not talented in everything you've ever seen him in. He is. I, I won't lie to you. I he also seems to be perpetually old, which is great. <laughs> like <laughs> He was born. Him and watching. Morgan Freeman yeah. <laughs> have never been young. Yeah, exactly. I've been watching him for 40 years. He's an old yeah. man and everything. Um, but he is he is fantastic in everything I've ever seen him in. I look forward to every role he takes on, especially Westworld. Uh Sai, I know you love the sci-fi world. I, I hope you've gotten into Westworld by now. Yeah, if not, like yeah, that needs yeah. to be on your list. Perfect. Um, just seeing him in that and instantly elevated the show for me. And I knew it was gonna be better than what it was. And he's also just so dastardly. Um yeah. I, I I gotta give it to Anthony Hopkins. What do you oh, see, yeah. That's that's a that's a good one. Mm. Yeah, that's a power pick. I, I I look at Anthony Hopkins the same way I look at John Lithgow. If I see his nice. name, I'm gonna watch it. By default. By default. You're about, you're about to get off your couch starring John Lithgow. Like, oh, turn it up. Anthony Hopkins has been 70 year 70 years old since 1942. Yeah. And we didn't understand that that Anthony Hopkins doesn't age. He was born old. He has reverse Benjamin Button syndrome, which yeah. by by my account is just regular aging. Good old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just ages. <laughs> I was sitting here for a second. I was like, reverse <laughs> yeah, aging, I guess. It's just regular aging now that I think about it. But uh, I mean, he, is he a talented actor for sure? Is he the person that should belong like on first billing on a poster? No, he what? shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like he's great. He's great. But like, same, same thing with John Lithgow. He is, he's one of their. They're actors that are perfect as supporting characters when you didn't know they were in it because they show up and they steal the show and you're just like, whoa, if I had known he was like there at first, maybe it wouldn't have hit as hard. Just like when um, mm. when he was, what was uh, Lithgow and he was in Dexter, same thing. Mm. Didn't know he, he stole the show. Anthony Hopkins does the same thing. So I don't mm -hmm. think that's necessarily a bad thing, thinking that he shouldn't be top billing. Because top billing is usually some douche anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. He can be top he, he can be top billing and supporting. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's a he, the double whammy, man. He, he, he for me is just um what's the uh there was a there was a, a movie that he was in. Um he he I think he was a psychiatrist. I'm gonna need to find this movie. Oh, um I think it was uh It was really good. No, it was Nutty Professor 2. Uh, <laughs> it was not Nutty Professor 2. The Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> Nutty you know, Professor the way, the, way, the way he comes in with this confidence, like, oh, and I really believed him that he knew I was talking about. <laughs> You'll learn. That's, that's, that's the Allen effect. Well, while you look for that, make sure you let us know what movie it is. Uh, why don't we get into your number one, Alan? 
my number one, uh, as just as everybody here has had utter confidence in their top pick, mm-hmm. I have the same confidence. My number one pick goes to the world of the educational. My number one pick is the world of planet Earth. I mean, oh, the, okay, okay, all right. I, oh, I, I like, know where he's going. Planet? Yeah. I was like, Planet Earth, Richard Attenborough, yes. who who was yeah. the brother of David Attenborough, mm-hmm. who played the professor on Jurassic Park, and everybody knows how much I love Jurassic Park, except for that spitting dinosaur. Oh my god! <laughs> you bring that dinosaur that. up in about all to... the time. I felt I felt some tension there. Like he's brought this up a few times. Like, I could feel <laughs> it. We were like, I could oh feel god. it. He's a really big Wayne Knight fan, and so <laughs> when that scene went down, he just couldn't handle it. Um. Richard Attenborough, uh, the world of planet Earth is just fantastic. It's also spawned off like deep, or or was it uh, like the underwater stuff mm-hmm. and the deep and the deep sea things, which I absolutely love. Um, it just opened up my eyes to the world and the crazy world of the animal kingdom. It's highly terrifying. educational. It's super terrifying. Everything <laughs> is venomous and trying to kill you. And I don't want to get bitten by anything of that ilk. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. You've just you've just blown my mind. Okay. Richard Attenborough is David Attenborough's brother. Correct. <laughs> He's just making, right? the <laughs> He's making the link now. Like, wow. <laughs> wow, we're seeing an epiphany happen on screen. This is what it looks like, everybody. <laughs> but doesn't it slide? Doesn't it make sense? If though? you could look, there's, there's a tear <laughs> in the bottom of my eye. I have. You know, you know those memes was like I was today years old when I found out. Yep, yeah. This is that moment right now. I, I had no idea those were, they were brothers. Yep. That's it's greatness in the family. This is amazing. Doesn't yeah, it well, make perfect sense though? Doesn't it make it perfect makes sense? sense? It makes so much sense. Yeah. You can hear it in their voice when they talk too. It's yeah. remarkable. It's remarkable. Yep. But Planet wow. Earth and uh, brought to us by the world of BBC is just it's spot on. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything negative to say about it. I just, I like somebody soothing me with their voice while I learn about the earth. It's, it's just what I do. Hey, can just I what confess I do. I mean, something deeply personal right now. I have never, I've never found the time to sit down and just immerse myself in planet earth. So I need to, to know the best way to just take and consume this content because I'm going to do it this weekend. Lights off, uh, yep. TV, uh, on, like somewhere in the middle, maybe about okay. volume at like 25, something okay. like that. Um, make sure you have something warm. So maybe a cup up. You can get yourself a cup up? And just cross-legged and immerse. Just, Im- okay. just immerse in planet Earth. Bro, take an edible. Take an edible beforehand. <laughs> That's what I was really waiting for. <laughs> Take an uh, edible beforehand. Yes. I took the high road. He was just like, never mind. He just strapped yeah, yourself yeah, in. Yeah. Pull those in there. <laughs> Strap yourself in and be be ready for the world of like caves and deep water fish that will they will terrify you. I love it. Oh, it's it's I'm really actually nice. jealous that you're gonna experience this for the first time right now. Like this it's, is this, this would have been the perfect time to experience this for, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. During yeah. the pandemic, like this would have been the perfect time to experience the greatness that that is, you know? Yeah. Remember yeah, what the planet man. actually looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's things out there. Oh, we live there. <laughs> yeah, we live on this. Oh. So, did you manage to find the name of that uh, Anthony Hopkins movie that you were yes. looking for? It's yeah. called, it's called um, Sol- Solace. It's in, um, from 2015. Mm. 
Okay, yep. I haven't seen it. I gotta, I yeah. gotta punch that yeah. in. It's with um, Anthony Hopkins and Colin Farrell. Oh, oh, okay, yes, yeah. interesting yeah. duo. Okay, I, I, mean, I enjoyed that movie, and it, I, and it was an unexpected enjoyment as well. I was like, just kind of flicking through Netflix as you do. I was like, oh, and this was another moment where his name just pulled me, and I saw Anthony Hopkins, and I was like, well, he's great, isn't he? He's, let me just give this a try. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, I did, and it was yeah, it's pretty good. There's um there's another thriller that I was thinking of as you were mentioning Solace, also worth watching. I think also on Netflix, Fracture with uh, Anthony Hopkins and Ryan Gosling. Really fantastic good. movie. Oh, you yeah, see? Okay, really good. perfect. Okay, I'm 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 gonna watch Fracture too. You guys are giving me stuff to watch, man. Right. Homework. Yeah. Man, my list is growing. Got Utopia on there. Thank you, thank you very much Ooh. for all of this uh, all this content. Dude, this I is feel bad because I'm at that point now where people recommend movies to me, and I'm like, seen it. <laughs> like i need some excitement it's just this is getting ridiculous <laughs> yeah for sure wait before before we wrap just very quickly everybody if you've got any on hand did anyone have any honorable mentions anyone anything that almost made your list but like you just had to cut off at the last second um my honorable mentions are really quickly uh f1 racing i really mm -hmm. like that one racing mm -hmm. i like uh jeremy clarkson in the world of top gear i was gonna say you can't have you can't oh, miss that on i love that uh, and Gordon Ramsay. I really yeah. enjoy Gordon yeah. Ramsay as a Gordon person. Gordon Ramsay was, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. is a great I, mean, I, I do Ramsey not like too. Gordon Ramsay. Like, I do not like him. But <laughs> I appreciate what he has done for just pop culture in general. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, he is kind of iconic in what he does. Yeah. So, and, then, and then another one would have been um, uh, uh, Anne from... Uh, Okay, I need, I'm going to find her for her full name. I forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while he looks that up, all I'm going to say is, yeah, for me, it was just Ramsey. There wasn't, like, I, I think mm. England's great, but but the last time I went there, the air was kind of thick, and I didn't eat much of the food. So I didn't uh, <laughs> What a weird there. description of that trip. That was, was a weird feeling. The air, I was like, why is the air so thick? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, um, he's, he's he's alluding to the pollution, you know, like when you're um, what is it, Oliver Twist, and then you've got like an aerial shot of the city and there's this smog over the city of London. That's what he's referring to. And I find it very offensive that <laughs> London is not like that. <laughs> we just have this thick smog above the city. <laughs> it's just a thin layer of soot. <laughs> to be, to be fair, it was probably oh, because it was oh, raining and it was also really hot. So like, I feel like it was. It may have just been that, but I definitely <laughs> said it in a way that made it seem more disparaging. That he didn't and I apologize. So my uh, honorable mention was Anne Robinson. I don't know if you guys watched The Weakest Link. You are. The oh one. yes. Well, well yes. I watched it here. I, yes. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know it. It yeah. didn't start. But she. Here. She was iconic, man. She. She had a moment in just like British pop culture where she was just like running things, man. It was amazing. <laughs> She and was like everyone was watching the week just for her roast, yeah. yeah. And she was really good at being able to take the roast and just stand there and like have this little one-sided smoke. I don't know how she didn't burst out laughing most of the time because the roast was so good. Yeah, you know she's what definitely honor honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention oh, from her for sure. I That's amazing. It. Um, on on my list, I had a, uh, just a couple actors: um, Benedict Cumberbatch, John Boyega. Uh, I gave it to the Daniel Craig Bond movies as well. I thought those were all fantastic. No, no to either of those. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> thankfully, they're honorable mentions. <laughs> and I'm was, so glad they didn't make your list because I would have roasted you. <laughs> just so had to come I love it. And I, I had it. to add, for Alan's sake, Harry Potter as an expert Ugh. in general. Overrated. So. Mm. Overrated. Problematic. <laughs> just just gonna say problematic. I didn't say JK Rowling. 
I said sure. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that fantastic note, um, honestly, Real Talks, I thank you so much for joining us today. This was a fantastic nah, was, episode. It was a lot of fun. Good. And we were able to talk about a lot of a lot of English things, All you know, English and it shows things. that we don't know much about English. And we apologize <laughs> to you specifically for it, but thanks so much, man. We promise to be less ignorant the next time we have. Yeah, next time, <laughs> I don't promise anything. No, I will say, <laughs> I'm gonna be the same. I'm gonna be the same dude I was before. You know, same bloke. He's doing the same thing. Under promise, over deliver. That's what he's, he's doing. The same thing again, guys. Don't, don't there it is. There it is. Got me. Um, got me. I will. I will say. I think all of your choices were pretty good, with the exception of whatever Anthony chose. Um, <laughs> but in, gen- in general, in general, the black mirror, the black, the black mirror one was really good. I think we all had really good mentions. Um, I had a great time. So yeah, thank you for having me on. It's fantastic. But Sai, where can people find you online? What are the socials? What are you doing these Ooh, days? Oh yeah, the socials. Days? Cool. So right now I'm working in the studio. I'm working on the new um, Sesame Street show, which is coming out, I think, sometime next year. So that's a lot of fun. It's called Mecha Builders. Um, wow. Okay, this How is interesting. How did you talk about this now? A little <laughs> fun fact. So when I think of Sesame Street, I think of like Elmo, I think of Big Bird, I think of like mm. a bunch of different characters. With Mecha Builders, we have the three main characters are Elmo, Cookie Monster, and Abby. Do any of you know who Abby is? I Isn't do. Isn't it the, is that's the, yeah, I do, I know, I know Abby. I do know Abby. I, I never knew there was a character called Abby until I started working on this show. And they're like, yeah, Abby could Abby. And I had to Google her and I was like, she was introduced in like the late 90s or the mid oh. to late 90s. Yeah. But she's this completely new character that went over my head. I had no, I, and I just, I don't connect with her. You know what I mean? Like she's just yeah, not, well, she's, she's got not a base. Part of my childhood. She's got a base. I don't <laughs> she know definitely has a she definitely has a fan base, that's for sure. Um but yeah, so I'm working on that. And um, my social is Cyblake, S-Y-B-L-A-K-E, and that's where you can find me, and that's where I usually hang out and showcase my work. So yeah. Nice. Love that's that. It. Please give Cy a follow and and like support your boy. Like he's doing yeah, big things out here. Working on Sesame Street. Only find that out now. I'm not saying I'm a <laughs> but I'm a little offended. <laughs> Well, thank so you all for joining us for another superb episode. Next week, we're going to come back at you again with another outlandish topic with an even fun guest, even more fun and equally as fun. Yeah. However, you I don't think to- we can get. I don't think we'll get like more fun. Yeah, <laughs> we need to bury our guests before we leave. I know. <laughs> In any case, thank you for joining. We'll see you all next week. Take Thanks care, everybody. Listening. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Cue the music. The Braintrust Podcast is hosted by Alan, Anthony, and AP, three best friends with a penchant for arguing about the inane. Our theme music, production, and mixing is all handled by the very talented AP. Want to continue the argument online? Have a countdown you think we should tackle next? Hit us up at the Braintrust Podcast on Instagram or the underscore BT Podcast on Twitter. See you next week.